program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hey, happy Monday. We have made it to the uh, least end of our day, hopefully the end of your day, or at least almost there, as uh, the 5 o'clock quitting hour. Although, if I had a, an outside gig, I wouldn't want to quit. It is finally beautiful here in good old Gainesville. It's a, it's amazing right now yeah. outside. I mean, it's as nice as you could ever ask for it to be. Um, you look nice today in your polo. Thank you. like it. I worry about you sometimes. Why do you always give me looks? Why can't I compliment you? I never when you compliment look good? you. Well, because I always look good. Like you, you can't be like, oh, you look bad today because that never happens. I compliment your shoe look sometimes. Yeah. That's about it. Do you have a good shoe game? You do. Mine's not so Wearing good. Wearing some dudes today. I got five of these, five pairs of these. Really? You should get them. They're nice. They're comfy. They're better than your slip-on Skechers. Uh, I'm looking for new shoes. Yeah. Yes. I may have to get some. Dudes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Get at Palmetto Moon right there by Spurrier's. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you're over there, just walk in there. I was just there. Time. I didn't. I didn't know to go there, but I, I will go there Friday. Yeah. When we check do it out. That. Back wall. Um, yeah. So um, certainly was. It, it, it's like I, I'm still thrown off by the Sunday game. <laughs> yeah. Like I. It, like I woke up today and I was like, yeah, when Florida, blah blah blah. And I was. I got to go write this thing about. And I go, that was yesterday. What? Do you, I, it felt like it was still. A Saturday game, and it was just—I don't know what was weirder: the fact that I had the Gator game on. I couldn't get the game on TV. Okay, I got it on my computer though. Yeah, ESPN Plus works on my computer, but it doesn't work, and it usually works. But let me tell you what—that that whole thing was a disaster. Um, they never had stats available. Like stat broadcast is just a mess. Yep. I mean, that was a problem for us in the booth. Yeah, they went to the first play, and that Nothing was it. would they work, stopped. and we had to open up, like, I think I had the Yahoo app open. Shane had, well, like, ESPN the score app. Refused. Yeah, ESPN wasn't yeah. working. Well, they, I guess they just didn't want to put the stats up. Yeah. And so I'm trying to write, you know, like I do for Gators Wire, mm-hmm. for what I do grading the Gators here. So I'm trying to do the first half. I'm like, I got no stats. So I actually had Nick De La Torre. I said, can you just take a picture of the stats? Because they, they were handed out. And sent them to me. That was the only way I got them. So it was a weird day. So what was weirder, the fact that on, I had two football games on TV and neither one of them was Florida, but I'm watching the Florida game on my computer, or that both polls came out while Florida was playing a game. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. That, that would have been, like, what if Florida was ranked 16th or something? What if they were 25th? Yeah. And then, I guess in the God end, forbid, it, lost. it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't but, matter. It, but... It would have been silly, you know. You know, that's one thing Florida can say. They've got two wins over ranked teams now. Mm-hmm. Utah and Eastern Washington. Yeah, they need to play teams west of the yeah. Grand Canyon. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it was a good win. I mean, they took care of business. Um, yeah, that's what you wanted to see. And yeah. I think everybody can call in and talk about things. But listen, I mean, after the first two drives, the defense was better. 
and that was their scripted plays. So you know that they were going to do some good things there. And then it, athletically, Florida just was better and and out athlete. They all. couldn't. They couldn't do anything with Florida's offense. Yeah, couldn't stop it. I'm still a little discouraged by Florida's defense. Only, and here's the only reason: 15 first downs in the first half. Yeah, that was a lot. 27 for the game. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of it was against, um, but again, sometimes guys made great plays. I mean, that that one throw was just an, a dime. It was very much like the one Kitna made to uh, Caleb Douglas. Um, quarterbacks can throw the ball. He can spin it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they brought the other guy in, and of course, all of a sudden, the, the quarterback run game came in, and I don't think Florida was ready for that. So, uh, obviously, on that draw, I don't know if it was a draw or a scramble. It was kind of a combination. He went back and immediately took off. I mean, there's nobody anywhere there. But um, I'm still not – I didn't feel like – like, for example, in the first quarter, Florida missed three open field tackles in the secondary. That's not good. Those are the kind of things that I, you look at and you go, you guys got to get better. But my, I, I still go back to I think it's an unsolvable problem this year. I think every game Florida's going to have real problems stopping the other team. And um, the one team they stopped last year was Missouri. And Missouri still offensively is very challenged, so maybe they'll they'll show up for this and game. And what about that game? Oh, it's unbelievable. I, w- I wasn't even going to turn it on. And then all of a sudden I go, Missouri's ahead 3 nothing. I go, well, you know, early field goal. And I said, wait a minute. Missouri's ahead 10 nothing. I got to watch it. So I watched every minute of it from that point on. The the big play there, they they had that run by the guy who was at some school that nobody's ever heard of and then transferred in down to the one. But they got to hurry up. Get down there, hurry up. Let's do the hurry up cuz they'll 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 be unaware. Oh, false start. Never got Didn't a field call. goal out of it. Yeah. That changed the whole game. Changed the whole game. And you knew Georgia was going to come back and do some things. Sure. Late, but if you score a touchdown there, it's a totally different game. But hey, I, I almost would rather Missouri comes in here crestfallen. And that's the thing, Jeff, with a team like this. Think about the two losses they've had, the last two losses. They lose that game to Auburn that they had won twice. Mm-hmm. And their kicker, who made five field goals in this game, including like an 80 yarder, yeah, missed a chip shot field goal. And then the guy extends the ball and, and costs them the game. That that was a they come back and play their hearts out against Georgia and and can't finish that game. And so you can look at it one of two ways if you're a player for Missouri. One is, hey, look, we're this close to being really good. And number two would be, yeah, that's it. We you know we had a chance to go Auburn Georgia back to back and we lost them both and we could have won them, easily won them both. And they, you never know. They could come in here, noon game, 11 o'clock their time. Not just kind of like, Hech, you know. Yeah, we'll have a long week to talk about that, but certainly some interesting ones. And Ole Miss, I, I mean, to me, the, the biggest one is, what, what the hell with Texas A&M? To look at what is happening there and then yeah. good, bad, awful, now embarrassing I, I saw something today, and actually I, uh, I took a shot of it so I didn't mess it up. <laughs> so Jimbo. 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 Oh, I know what you're If doing. he was fired, yeah. would be owed more than $95 million right now if he's fired without cause. That's why he won't be fired. Has the exact same record through 53 games as Kevin Sumlin did. Yep. Like, that is just nuts. 
Yet they right. put everything on him. And, and there's nothing they can do about it. I mean, and, and they lose by, what, 20, 18? To and not only that, but Mississippi State, who never runs the ball, ran it all over them, mm-hmm. which was weird. I, I, I kind of watched part of that game. I, was, I had a bunch of games going Saturday. But um, that game, and I'll tell you the other one, this is the best tweet of the weekend, okay? So I'm watching a little bit of the TCU-Oklahoma game and a little bit, you know, I'm kind of going back and forth on one of the TVs. And somebody tweets out, the big question is who gets to 62 first, Aaron Judge or TCU? And they were at 55 at the time, uh-huh. and they shut it down or they could have gotten to 62 against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Lincoln Riley got out of there with a bunch of players, but there is no reason for Oklahoma to be. And this is two weeks in a row. Yeah. This got decimated. But I told you that would happen. When Lincoln Riley left, Oklahoma was not going to be relevant anymore. Oh, they were they are not – well, they're relevant, only that people are making fun of them. Yeah, as they should. And, and now TCU is going to be on uh, game day, right? Yeah. It won't be in TCU. Good old Kansas. Yeah. Be fun. Do you uh, know the seven schools that never had it, hosted it, Power Fives? I'm sure Kansas is one of them. It was. Now that, I'm just yeah. saying, now that Kansas has oh, one. Oh, there's still seven There's still more. seven left. And the first guess you're going to make I know is going to be wrong. Okay. Then I will say. Well, then no, you, no, you know, got to be a Power Five school. All Power Fives. Vanderbilt. No, 2008 they hosted. I remember this. Bobby Johnson had that great team. They were undefeated, four four and zero or five and zero. Okay. And they hosted against I think Auburn. What about Missouri. Yes, they have hosted. Really? Yeah. Back no, in the uh, every SEC good Michael Sam game days. I'll throw that out. Okay, SEC so no is SEC. Out. Yeah. I don't want to bore everybody. Just quick. I mean, try to get one. Um, Duke. Yes, very good. That's a good one. There's three ACC teams Duke, Virginia, and now I'm blanking on the third one. Um, there's Rutgers. Um, uh, Golly, I'm I, I'm blanking on that too. Anyway, it's three Big Ten, three ACC, and Cal, or okay. the, the the seven teams that have still not hosted. And I don't see it come. Oh, Illinois is one of them. I was going to say Illinois. Yeah, that was actually my next thing. I, I thought they might have snuck in when Zook had that thing going, got to the Rose Bowl. They might have yeah. snuck in one. Then again, you have to go to Champagne. Right. <laughs> like to drink Champagne, but not that go was, to Champagne. Gary Shelton had the greatest line. Sh- champagne was named after what the f- guy. The first guy who left there was drinking when he left there because he was so happy he opened champagne. All right, well, if you're happy and you want to call today, Jake is here. We will take a break. We'll open up those phone lines on our Titan MRI hotline. I am happy. to discuss. I am happy and I know it. Good. You know why. Raise your hand. Braves. We'll talk about that. I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about that certainly because that was uh, pretty crazy. And the the memes and the gifs and the tweets have been pretty funny. And I and I I obviously have some very close Met fans that I sort of feel bad for. No, but maybe not. I I I love a lot of people who are Met fans. They yes. are very good friends of mine. But ha ha. No, I'm not. It's, it's not even ha ha. It's I am proud of my team. They played well. Yep. Did what they need to do against their three best. We'll talk about it. I I got a lot of things to say about it. All right, we'll do our best to uh, get you through the next couple of hours here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. It's the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Good afternoon. I'm Lane Shabazz. Florida football has announced that kickoff for the October 15th game against LSU will be at 7 p.m. The now-ranked Tigers will be facing off the Gators in the Swamp. This game can be watched on ESPN. In other Gator sports, men and women's golf are competing today and tomorrow. The women are in Chicago competing at the Windy City Classic, and the men are competing at the Ben Hogan Collegiate Invitational in Fort Worth, Texas. After day one, the women are in 14th and are 17 above par. The men are also in 14th and are 5 above par. The Los Angeles Rams are taking on the San Francisco 49ers tonight, so make sure you tune in here at 8 p.m. for live results. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lane Shabazz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our old cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Hey, 
All right, phone lines are open here on our Titan MRI hotline, 392-8255. Let's get Corey to kick things off today. Corey, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? We're great. Uh, speaking of the Braves, uh, man, what do you think is going on with Morton? Like, to me, he's just not throwing his fastball enough. And it's just everything's curveball, curveball, curveball. He threw a lot of curveballs last night, that's for sure. Um, yeah. But... I don't know. I mean, you know, he's – maybe he's got a little arm fatigue. You never know. No, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, because his arm angle creates sink. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to hit, but he but he has such a nasty hook. I think he just relies on that a little bit too much. But listen, I mean, they all have scouting reports. They all know what hitters do, and the Mets can't hit anyway. So that's just maybe that's the way he felt that he was trying to get him out. But the Braves obviously believe in him. They just gave him twenty million dollars for another year. So I I think they feel he'll be all right. Yeah, that shocked me. Uh, yeah, a lot. They have locked um, up. I mean that that one graphic they show with all the players they've locked up was pretty impressive i didn't you know when it comes out piecemeal you never really think all of the young it. guys yeah it's, it's, it's got great deals on them yeah it's going to be uh they're going to be good for a long time um so on to the gators what do you think maker does with this defense do you just think he waits for the recruiting classes to develop or do you think he hits the portal next year well i i think he's he's got to build that defense and However, he does it, and certainly the the guys. This is why they have four defensive tackles in their recruiting class because they they did not recruit that position well at all. In fact, I don't know if a whole lot of effort was put in. I mean, last year they counted on two uh, two uh, transfer portal guys that didn't really play well, and uh, you know, Jervon Dexter's getting double teamed. There's nobody, no, not a second guy. We talked about that last week. So that's part of the problem. And the other part is that uh, you know they've got. A great middle linebacker. When he's on in the game, they got no no linebackers. So mm-hmm. um, there's there's a lot of problems. They got to get better talent. I I think he can do everything. He's going to try to fix it this year. I don't think he'll succeed. I don't think Patrick Tony will succeed. It's not a reflection on their coaching. I just don't think they have good players back there. Yeah, there's just there's not enough. I, I Especially would, the older players aren't very good. Sure. Yeah. And and I would think. Corey, that the, the portal would be a big part of things. I think he understands that and knows that he's going to still try to build the defense, like Pat mentioned, with the recruiting class and, and get those young guys because that's obviously how Georgia did it. But you, you need a quick fix. And I think him understanding and realizing that is going to make sure. I mean, look at the guys he brought into the portal this year. They're contributing, and they're a big deal. So On offense. He's yeah. not scared. He did a good job on the offense, yeah. but defensively they really didn't. Yeah, bring... But he's not scared to go to the portal, yeah. Yeah. so I think he definitely will. All right, well, cool. That was my questions. All right, Corey, thank you. Thank you. Sound like Corey was um, unloading the dishwasher while he was. <laughs> he kept banging into things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so um, then I, I just – I think five games in, it's pretty obvious this defense isn't very good, and, and Florida's got to play around it. You know, like I always say, play around officiating, play around umpiring. Florida's got to play around their defense. They're going to score a lot of points. Napier's not done going for fourth downs, believe me. No. I mean, you're not going to do that in that game, but you never had to. No, and I think that's at least the good thing now. You know that you've got a quarterback that has started to figure it out that has the ability to produce a bunch of points, and if they're shootouts, then Gator fans will be happy. They like scoring points. Yeah, they like winning more than that, more than anything. So you think they'd be happy with a 9-6 win as opposed to a 52-45 win? I would be happy. Win by one. You know my motto. Yeah.
Win by one this week. But Win by one next week. I'll be happy. Whereas you, you're also booing on nine to six. I'm not. I know, but the stadium probably is. Hey, go ahead. Be, he's got headphones on. He doesn't hear you. No, he's got. He's one of those one one earphone guys. So you'd hear it out of the other ear. I guess maybe I the, the TV wasn't working for me. No, I thought he had both headphones on. Kind of like you do right now. But I don't like it. You like the one headphone? Yeah. So when I do the PA, I've got to only have the one because you just. You hold you your hand something. up to the headphone like Gary Owens used to no, in uh, definitely not. laughing. Definitely not. From beautiful downtown Burbank. All right, so probably the funniest thing that I saw out of all the, the Braves Met stuff was they played the trumpet. I saw it. To taps, though. You, you saw, that's the one you saw? Yeah. That was, I mean, I just, I was like, that. that's really well done. It's the fanfare of everything else, and he's moving around a little Sounds like he's playing taps. However, I will say this. You know me. I am a I am I've got anxiety issues, okay? Yeah. It's not over. No, not by You any still means. gotta win a game. Mm-hmm. And it's not impossible for them to lose three in a row and the Mets to win three in a row. And then yeah. but, but the, Alcantara's not gonna pitch. Yeah, that's true. They, they shut him down. They did. Thank you. So you don't have to face him. But I I feel really good about it. The The thing is, it wasn't until Friday morning. I'm reading a story about the series, you know, preview kind of on, on ESPN.com. And I'm like, holy crap. If we win two out of three, it doesn't really do us that much good. Mm-mm. And I didn't realize that. You you mentioned it on Friday. And, but you kind of mentioned it in a different way. And I didn't really think about the actual numbers. And then it was all laid out for me on this story. And now, and, and what the Mets are going to have to do now that the Braves would have had to do, and it's going to be tough for the Mets because they're going to have to go play the wild card, three-game series. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got three great pitchers, but. You know. Go to L.A. And then go to L.A., yeah. yeah. So, you know, look, I don't know what's going to happen. I will say this. If the Braves win one more game or the Mets lose one more game, I am as proud of this team as I was last year's team that won the whole thing. Just to have come back and fought through through some injuries, but certainly through uh, being ten and a half down, you know, and coming back, and then they would come close and they would f- always fall back. They get close, oh, they're only a game back, and they fall back to three. Then they, oh, we're, they're tied for the league, and the next day the Mets would win and the Braves would lose. But to go and win those three games like that, it was it was it was. It was intense. It was playoff baseball last night. Watching, yeah, crowds were awesome. Uh, it's been cool to be a part of that atmosphere. But give them credit; it's really, really tough to do. I think it it does show you how that team was built. Remember, they're doing this without Albies. I know right now too. But now you have Acuna this and, year. We uh, didn't have him Strider last year too. Yeah, but he'll he'll be back for the playoffs. So somebody okay else there. is out. It's hurt. Okay. The, the problem is going to be the bullpen. They they haven't been able to get people out at the end, and I don't necessarily care for Kim Jansen. No, I don't either. The first game, what happens? He loads the bases mm-hmm. with a walk and a hit batter and a, and a I think it was an infield hit. And he, so the bases are loaded in a 5-2 game with um, with one out. And I'm like, oh, my, this is I this is why I don't like Kenley Jansen. Now he strikes the next two guys out and the game's over. 
So he's he's leading the the league in saves, but he is uh, he's hard to watch. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. He's very difficult to watch pitch, but he got three saves in that series. So I I my hat off to him. Yeah, and there's something to be said for what he's been able to do the the games that he's pitched in over the years to have that. Yeah. Just that that feeling of knowing that he can do it and have that confidence is pretty good. Yeah, and I, I, amazing. Like I was, Karen was watching the game too. She likes to have baseball on, and while she's do, looking at her computer and doing stuff, you know, working and stuff, she always likes to have a baseball game on. So that she was watching the game, and I was trying to explain to her about Dansby Swanson. I said Jeff hates a guy, but he hates him because he's a Vandy guy, but he loves him because he's a brave. And he, that double play turn was really ac- athletic. And he got traded for nothing. Yeah. I mean, Arizona was really stupid. They pick him number one overall, and then a few months later, they're, they're getting rid of him. Do you know who the, he got traded for? I don't even remember. I, I don't even. Wasn't anybody good. So. It wasn't Dansby Swanson. No. And then I explained to her why he's called Lieutenant Dan. And so now she's becoming a Braves fan again. That's good. You better be careful, though. He's kind of cute. So she's going to be like, I am. I approve. She okay. can take him. <laughs> Go ahead. Make him happy, Karen. Yeah, we'll see if the Braves <laughs> can, can take one more. Just one game. But, you know, I'm, I feel pretty confident they will. And the, and the funny thing is, if even if they got swept, the Mets have to sweep. Who do the Mets play? Um, forget. I don't think it's anybody. Any, I don't think it's Nationals bad, but it may be. It I'll might look be it the up. Nationals. It might be. Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, but it, So th- just think about what the Braves did down the stretch. They won five of the last six, and they outscored the Mets 42 to 19. And for, for the Braves to score that many runs off of those types of pitchers, it shows you what they can do offensively, and just the, the amount of runs that they score and the things that they can do is, is pretty awesome. Well, and what um, – so the, what? So the series ended up ten nine, right? So they won how many? Of the, five of the last six. Five of the last six. So it was um, eight to five was what the series was. And that's why going into the weekend, it was you didn't think the Braves were going to sweep. And that's all they had to no. do was get one. And Well, at first I'm thinking they got to oh, just win two out of three, you know, and yeah. pull into No, that's time. why last week that loss on that same night, basically I thought in my mind clinched the, the entire division because you didn't think that they could go in and sweep them, especially they hadn't beaten Scherzer all year. Yeah. And, I mean, they've had success against DeGrom certainly, but – just figure the Mets would get one of them. So a lot of credit goes to the uh, the Braves. They ended up. Uh, I don't think. And tell me if I'm wrong about this, okay? Because you've been there to the park. Mm-hmm. I think they quit playing the the war chant. No, they still do it. I didn't know. I I was watching the game. They weren't playing it. They were doing it. They and they were doing it with the lights. Yeah, during a pitching change. They do it. But I I didn't you hear, hear the, it. Uh, maybe it's just I mentally blocked it out. Yeah. 
No, I, I mean, I was there. I've been to, what, five or six Braves games this year up there. And they can stop doing it. I did not. They can do this. Don't worry, I didn't do it. Okay. I don't want to hear that. I didn't hear a whole lot of it on Saturday. Yeah, did not. That was All a right. joyful day game as well. Let's get a guy that is uh, on the other side of our excitement, a guy that has suffered through 30-plus years of misery as a Mets fan. The one and only PG. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Um, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> I mean, it just, uh, you know, they when the Mets went up 3-1 last night, mm-hmm. less than two outs, and, you know, you had Morton kind of on the ropes there, and he strikes out two guys. And it's just like, dude, that, that was – and then you score four, right? Yeah. And it's four to three, and then it just – snowball but they miss Marte he's like kind of a cog in that offense um and you know the the, the, the starters uh, Scherzer's older man I mean I don't know he doesn't go nine anymore you know and he gives you six seven maybe and he didn't pitch poorly it's just they just didn't do enough man. they didn't even get to Diaz so I mean you know having a problem with, with Kimmy Jensen I get that but like the Mets couldn't even get to their closer and yeah. then they weren't awful. Like, it's not like they gave the division away. I'm not making any excuses because I'm super disappointed. And the Braves, I think, are a better team. But they didn't give the division away. If you look at what they've done, you know, in the last three months, both teams, mm-hmm. the Braves are just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's took, all it was. Yeah, and I, I love – their GM deserves a lot of credit, man. That team – that team's locked up for a long time. Harris is a stud. I mean, you're doing this. Acuna hasn't even had a great year. No. I mean, obviously coming off an ACL, I mean, he's still a threat anytime he gets in there. And he holds runners, uh, you know, to singles playing right field. And you got Harris in the center. And just looking at the, like, future, they're so locked up. Like, I know Swanson's a free agent, but everybody else – I don't know if they're called team-friendly contracts, but, like, you homegrown and then you sign them longer, right? And they're just – they're going to be good for a long time. Yeah, they so. – the the GM understood that they offered those guys a bunch of money before they could get into their bigger deals. And, you know, instead of playing for a couple of million for the next three or four years, they said, all right, we'll give you a whole bunch, but you, know, you got to help us out on the backside. And it, and it worked. And, I mean, I would probably do the same thing. I wouldn't want to sit there and make maybe the league minimum or just a kind of a rookie deal for the next two or three years when the guy's going to say, okay, we'll take 20 million now, 20 million. And, you know, maybe when, by the time you became a free agent, you might be worth 30 million, but when it's all said and done, getting that money now is a huge appeal. And there's not many GMs that do that. Everybody waits and waits and they, you know, don't want to bring guys up and they want to have guys as long as they can under those smaller contracts. So I, I think it was a cool philosophy and, like you said, it's, I mean, especially as a Mets fan, that's scary because, like, for many, many years to come, this core of this team is all going to be together. And they're athletic. Yeah. You know, they're young and athletic. They, they play good defense. They're a little cocky, but they, they like each other and they play hard. I mean, I, hats off to the Braves, man. They're, and they're the, they're the world champs. One other weird thing, or just kind of people might not realize, is a lot of the better players this year weren't even on. The World Series team. So, like, Olsen, basically, Strider, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's, like, a list that's kind of, like, wow, those guys weren't even on the championship team. Uh, so, that, 
I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be good for a long time. Now the Mets, on the other hand, you they're gonna spend. But I, the way the Braves have done it, I mean, you're you're gonna have to sign older, you know, kind of guys that have earned the contract. I mean, you could be trying to break the bank to hang with the youthful core like that. I don't know how that's gonna work. But the Mets do have some young guys that are maybe a little too young, like Alvarez and Bate Maddie. He's hurt right now, but uh, Vientos that are gonna play. Um, but I don't think they match up defensively, offensively uh, for a while. But the Mets still have a chance. Last thing, losing that division is huge because now, absolutely, you know, it was it just felt like a kick in the stomach, man. Uh, because now you got to go and you got to beat the Padres, and then you get the Dodgers, and you know you wanted to get to them last. Sure, I still think the Cardinals are a threat on your side, and they still have to win a game. You have magic numbers one, right? But let's just assume the Braves are going to win a game or the Mets will lose a game. But it's just a, it's a much tougher road. And to lose it right at the end like that, I mean, they pretty, the Mets have pretty much had this thing all season. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, just took it, man. So congrats, but it's not over yet. So we'll no. see what happens in the postseason. No, but I will say this. I, I am, I am, ecstatic that the Braves have been able to do what they've been able to do this year. And then, and now it's almost like gravy, you know, you know, winning it all last year, you'd like to repeat, but very few teams do. So hopefully they'll get the same kind of uh, clutch performances. Uh, Like you said, PG, different cast of characters. There's no, um, you know, some of them are, one of them's in Miami actually. So um, Yeah. Albies. Albies is the one that I, I love that guy. He plays, I love his game, and he's not even out there. Nope. So, you know, the future's bright for Atlanta, but the Mets are going to be good too. I just, it's going to be, it's going to be a good rivalry for years, and they're both in the postseason. If you ask me at the beginning of the year, the Mets make the postseason? Take it. I'll, yeah. Heck yeah, man. Well, that was the thing that was so discouraging early is that you didn't think the Mets were going to be anything special, even though they had good pitching and they were winning all those games, and all of a sudden the Braves just couldn't get it figured out, you know, Olsen got off to a bad start, and next thing you know, there they go. Now so, you got 30-something homers and a whole yeah. bunch of doubles. All right, PG. Well, later, man. Have a good day. Yep, see you. You too. Snag a break. We'll come back and uh, keep the conversation rolling. You're listening to The Tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. We know it's been hot as heck outside and the Gainesville summers certainly make you sweat, but I've got some fantastic news for you weather-wise. Folks, it's about to get even hotter. Now don't worry, that's a good thing because prices are sizzling at Oaks Jewelry throughout the month of August. In fact, it is their lowest prices of the year. With fashion jewelry and sterling silver, 40% off. Earrings, rings, necklaces, gemstone jewelry, and diamond earrings, 30% off. And fellas, guess what? You can get 20% off engagement rings all month long. It's a perfect time to ask that perfect question. 
And there's no question that Oaks Jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. Locally owned and operated, they've been making Gainesville sparkle for more than 30 years. So stop by today, say hey, and walk away with the best gift in town. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you'll want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. High today in the upper 70s to low 80s today with plenty of sunshine, just a few passing clouds from time to time. Winds will shift more northwesterly following a cold frontal passage this afternoon and this evening, and that will result in temperatures tonight falling into the upper 50s to near 60. It will be a cool start to your Tuesday. Your Tuesday afternoon highs will also be cool. Highs only near 80. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Pappard. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. The Green Bay Packers, I feel like they are going to be the team that shocks everybody. And Aaron Rodgers finally gets there. Why? It's just, it just feels different. The defense is better. Remember, the defense used to be just garbage in the beginning of the season. And now they, they're better in the beginning of the season. So they're only going to get better at the end. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, if you want to look as good as Coach Napier, got a place you should head to, especially because it is homecoming week when you want to show off that Florida pride. Alumni Hall is your ultimate shopping experience. Tons of new styles from your favorites like new men's polos. They've got the new Tom Petty t-shirts, Nike hats, 
and as always, all your gator tailgating necessities. Their expansion officially open now, so they've got even more of your favorites. Shop alumnihall.com or visit the store on Archer Road. And students, faculty, military always get 10% off in store. You can also earn cash back with their Hall Pass rewards. Alumni Hall, where Gators shop. All right. I saw that Petty T-shirt on Twitter. Yeah. I am going to be at Alumni Hall this yeah, week. Sweet. I love it. I won't back down. Hope they make it in two XL. My fat. You're trimming butt. down. Get an XL. Down twenty eight. That's nice. Yeah. A minus twenty eight. That's what I'm looking. Twenty eight under. <laughs> yeah. Man. But I want to get that. T- it's a cool T-shirt. It is a cool T-shirt. Yeah. I get my ten seconds of fantasy talk okay. now. T.J. freaking Hawkinson scored 39 points. He's good. I can't tell you who he plays for, though. Detroit, who's got a great offense. They if they played any points. kind of defense, Detroit would be 3-1 and one right now. I mean, Dan Campbell's got him playing good. That's good. Well, good offense. Yeah, they just can't play defense, which is crazy. So, damn you, T.J. Hawkinson. I'm probably going to lose now because of it when I was destroying the guy. So, there it is. Well, A lot of injuries in the NFL, so a uh, lot of a lot of stuff going on. Javante Williams out now for Denver. He's torn his ACL. He's going to miss the rest of the year. Two is going to miss the game this yeah, week. Well, you knew that was going to yeah, happen. They he, couldn't put him back in there again. No, and you see what happened last night in that game where uh, Brate, the tight end, who I mm-hmm. like a lot, uh, had a head thing, and then he, they put him back in the game. Like, what are you thinking yeah. after what's happened? And now he's in concussion protocol. And I'm like, what, what do you guys – I, again, I go back to you can fool these guys mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing, if you're smart about it, like Tebow did when he was here. But, again, the the guy from uh, that was the administrated the test to uh, Tua got fired by the NFLPA. They said, no, that's not good. You didn't do a very good job there. So it's going to be a situation. In fact, Collinsworth was – going on and on about it last night. I thought he was it was interesting that what he was saying. How the NFL's got to get its arms around this thing or it's going to blow up in their face kind of the way it did before. Yeah, because they were so anal about it a few years ago. Yeah. And now I just don't understand why all of a sudden it's completely different. Like you, you have all this stuff set in place and you're trying yeah. to protect everybody. I don't know. It's just the, the weird thing is do they but Braid's not a big star. Obviously, no. Tua is, but it's not like you're you're trying to say, okay, well, let's let's make this guy pass because he wants to be out there. But not like it was Tom Brady; it was Cameron Brady. Yeah, that you have a chance to now say, okay, here's we're doing it right. This is what we're gonna do. Said they go the opposite way. Yeah, yeah, which doesn't make much sense. By the way, I've got a question for you, and you may not be able to answer it. Probably not. So I'm watching games, and I've been thinking about this for all season. Remember a few years ago when they put in a rule that says you have to cover up your kneecaps, right? You had to have your knee, and if you didn't, there was a penalty against mm-hmm. you. Now guys are literally wearing culottes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they stop in their mid-thigh. Mm-hmm. Why did they just – so that was for player safety, right? But then they say, ah, the hell with your knees. We're just going to take that rule out. Is that what's happened? I don't know what's happened. Yeah. They ba- – well – Basically, what the players are doing, they still have the knee pads in there, but they're pulling them up towards their thigh. So if they they're like this far right. above, so if their they hug. get inspected, they say, "Hey, the pads are there. It's just ridden That's, up. That it's and, lame, and it's everybody." 
But but then you watch an NFL game and they're they've got yes. to have them down there. But they are also very uncomfortable. Like there used to be a lot of guys that would actually cut the very back of those because it was so tight there mm-hmm. on the back of the knee. Yeah, and that's the way the pants were. So they just got to the point where hey, we don't care anymore. All right. I mean, they're letting. Uh, I'm just curious. They're letting Hunter Pence and Jonathan India wear basically shorts as baseball pants. <laughs> It is crazy, though. I mean, when I'll watch a game and I'll go, wasn't there a rule about that? What happened? Because there were penalties called. And I, what was this, five years ago maybe? Mm-hmm. There were penalties being called about guys who didn't have their knees covered up. And you know what else I noticed too? And maybe they're just trying to not, like I guess, but, but it's not it's not the case. But not, nobody has their mouthpiece in anymore either. No. They They're never, all just dangling, running it, around. I remember Noah telling me that, um, you know, that he hated to wear a mouthpiece, but when you got to the NFL, you didn't have to wear one anymore. Yeah. That, but now in college, you don't have to wear one anymore. So I, I'm. It's I, there on the helmet, but it just dangles around. Nobody puts it in their mouth anymore. Yeah, there anymore. was somebody, I think it was a Gator player, was playing corner. It might have been in another game. I watched so much football this weekend. Yeah, where was, he's out in the corner. He just got it's just dangling from the. Well, and that's what you would think. All right, maybe if you're an offensive player and the running back, he doesn't put his mouthpiece in. Okay, you know that that guy's not getting the ball, and then when it's in, he's getting the ball. But they don't even do that anymore. Like you used to play, I be know. able to be like, all right, sweet, he's got his mouthpiece in. That means he's getting the ball. We're gonna go stop him. But here's the thing. So both of those were safety things mm-hmm. that they put in, and if they just said, eh, you know, you guys do whatever you want. They sign your NIL deals, yeah. you know. So that seems what it's be. I, I, I'm embarrassed for the NCAA to have changed those rules or not enforcing those rules, because I, you know, I'm not saying you should have to wear a, a mouthpiece, but I don't know. Tim Tebow and Al Horford won them, and those are two great players. That's all I know. If they did. <laughs> all right, we got to get our final break of the hour. We'll do that. Come back, snag Bill's call, and anybody else who wants to join us, you can here on the tailgate. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lane Shabbat. The Florida Gators will be playing the now-ranked LSU Tigers on October 15th. Kickoff for the homecoming football game will be at 7 p.m. in the Swamp and can be watched on ESPN. Gator men and women's tennis are competing in their second day at the ITA All-American Tournament. Today and tomorrow, the Gators will be competing in qualifying rounds as they hope to advance to the main draw, which will take place on the 5th of October. Make sure you tune in here tonight at 8 p.m. for live game coverage as the Rams take on the 49ers. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lane Shabazz. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why 
Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. In over three decades of jewelry retailing at other places, John DiSapatino has never been able to offer his customers what he can today at International Diamond Center. The amount of inventory here is unbelievable. A lot of people go on Pinterest looking for that perfect ring, and you know what? 99% of the time, we're going to have it for That's you. because IDC has designer rings other stores only wish they could offer, like Takori, Viraggio, Kirk Terra, A. Joffe, Henry Dossi, and other very exclusive names. We were selected in the industry to be able to carry these top designers. This is what women are asking for. This is what they're talking to their friends, and this is what they're looking for, and we're able to deliver that. If you still can't find the right look, IDC can also custom design a ring for you using the latest technology. I have people that have a little sketch they drew on a napkin. We can sit down, design it out for you, basically take your dreams and turn them into reality. International Diamond Center, always doing whatever it takes to make you a raving fan and family for life. The smiles, the laughs, and the hugs that we get are bar none the best. At Celebration Point. That's what it's all about, yep. Online at shopidc.com. Nothing runs like a... Nothing runs like a... I need a Kubota. Get into Florida Coast Equipment today. Your Florida Kubota dealer. We have equipment you can depend on. And people you can trust. We have the best deals in the state on Kubota tractors, Kubota mowers, Kubota utility vehicles, and Kubota construction equipment. Our family has been Florida's premier Kubota dealership for over 30 years. So whether you're buying, renting, or simply need your Kubota service, come into any of our 10 Florida locations. Equipment you can depend on. And a price you'll love. Visit FloridaCoastEQ.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, winding down, hour number one. I uh, want to give a shout-out to our weekly winner in our uh, picks contest. Great prizes from uh, our friends at Burkhart. All the Budweiser gear and some gift cards and everything else. 16 was the uh, the win, winning score this week, which is not one of the highest. It was a tough week. A lot of upsets, a lot of different things going on. But yeah, it was. Username hmm. Gleeter. First name is Charles. So, uh, Charles, congratulations, you have uh, one. I'll send you an email. I'll find out some information, and we'll get you your goodies. So if you want to, again, uh, get in each and every week, I know there's some uh, some emails that are in there. We'll send you the link. You can play each and every week, try to win the uh, the great stuff, again, courtesy of our uh, boys at Burkhart. They are uh, fantastic. Let's get Bill to join us next. Hey, Bill, what's up? Hey, greetings from Nashville, fellas. Sweet. Hey, um, so on this two deal, so I was – Watching the game a couple of weeks ago, where he gets, you know, pushed down, uh, back of his head hits the grass. You know, here's a guy that's wearing state of the art safety equipment on his head. He hits the grass. He gets up. He stumbles a little bit. And you think, okay, well, he's, you know, they're going to get him out. You know, with all of the safety measures the NFL put into place, 
several years ago. Anytime anybody, you know, stumbled a little bit, it seemed like they were out for three or four weeks. Yeah. Now, I guess maybe they've gone a little lax on that, but here's what I can't understand. Okay, again, this guy's wearing state-of-the-art safety equipment. Um, what about in UFC when in the second round somebody takes an elbow to the temple and he goes down and he gets back up and he continues to fight and he takes another shot in the fourth round and goes down and gets back up and continues to fight and guess what? Sometimes wins the fight. You know, I don't understand how this multi-billion dollar business in UFC, if this is such a thing in football, you know, um, how the UFC even exists. They're all athletes. We should protect all athletes, shouldn't we? Yeah, I just I just think the mindset's different. Um, you, you, maybe you go into that more so thinking, hey, I'm going to get my brains beat in. I, there's no equipment, and that's just the way it's going to be, and that's the chance that I'm going to take. I think guys that play football have all that safety equipment and probably feel like, you know, hey, we should be protected a little bit more. And obviously the brand's bigger than what UFC is. So maybe that's just the thinking. I do agree with you, Bill. It's, um, it's kind of weird I'm that they a, allow it to happen. But I'm yeah. not a fan of it. But yeah, I don't like reason, watching yeah. guys getting their brains beat in. No. Yeah. Well, and I do. I enjoy UFC. But as far as injuries go, I mean, when's the last time you watched a football game in which you did not see someone getting injured? Maybe not concussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a lot more sprains or a lot more broken bones in football than there are in UFC. Very true. Anyway, that's something that I've never been able to reconcile. And I, I see your point. Um, but, I, you know, if it's all about if it's all about the safety and, um, uh, you know, if someone's been concussed once, the second time uh, is going to make you more prone to be concussed later on. I, I just don't, that's got to carry over to other sports, and it doesn't. It's only a football thing. Yeah. Um, well, and, and soccer, I think there's more concussion than soccer yeah, than, than any are. other yeah. sport. Banging heads, no, trying to right. go up there with your head to get the ball. but And it happens yeah. in basketball. I've seen it happen in basketball. I'm trying to think of who, oh, uh, who was the guy that, oh, Michael Frazier, remember, had to sit out for a while because he had a uh, – uh, he collided with a guy and, mm-hmm. and, and hit his head. But, yeah, I mean, I you're right. UFC is a different world, and it's almost like UFC is is the NIL of sports because there are no rules. <laughs> yeah. It's just you get but in there you and know, you try to beat the living crap out of the other guy. Yeah, that's, that's true. But there You is try to make the world. guy I mean, pass can, out. Yeah, or worse, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is a body of work. We can go back 20 years, and, and there could be – there's been a lot of guys that have fought a lot of years, you know, and I've not seen any um, uh, any research on, you know, on on, on, the, on their brains, you know, like we've seen in, in football. Um, it's just it's just two complete, completely different worlds. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the only reason I can think of right there at the beginning I, you just I mean nothing's ever gonna be the same from one sport to the next um and but but I, I don't know if necessarily and I think we found out through all that junior sale stuff and everything else that the NFL really cares but the yeah. obstacle of it made it look so bad that they had to actually act start like they were caring but we had just said that like it seemed like yeah. four or five years ago they were so strict and anal about every little and thing that movie came out and know? now it's no big yeah. deal and it's just like whatever anymore and it's they just get, get away with it yeah, it seems to be public opinion, and now you've got a bunch of folks that are climbing all over the NFL. The NFL is fired. They're, 
the third party organization that was involved in the uh, concussion protocols. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, 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 they have these very strict rules, but they feel like they're not being enforced now. You know, where you can throw a guy back in the game just because he passes passes concussion protocol. But look, like I said, guys can fake it, man. I mean, they 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 can just look at you and go, "Yeah, I can. I'm fine. I'm," you yeah. know. And they look, they shine a light in their eyes, and they they don't see telltale signs, so they get back into a game. But I think if you I think what some people have said, if you wobble, you're done. You go in and yeah. you're not playing anymore. Well, what about when Jaden Waddle scores a touchdown? Waddle wobble? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. Thank you, man. we got to hit the top of the hour. Appreciate you. Plenty more calls to take and a whole nother hour to do it. Let's come back and have some fun here on WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That one I would. Since 1971, Melden Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Melden Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube and 37 audio platforms. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. 
There's so much to love about our community. The small town values, the familiar faces, and somewhere near the top of the list, high school football. That's why Radiant Credit Union is here to celebrate all this community has to offer, both on and off the field. While others may come and go, Radiant Credit Union is here for you, here for the community, and here for good. Proudly serving our members for over 65 years, stop by any of our nearby locations or visit RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we're back, second hour, and I know Jeff is excited about playoff baseball coming this weekend. Yeah, whatever. It'll be fun. Because your team's not in the playoffs. Well, they, so far they're not. I mean, they're not in the playoffs this weekend. Yes. I get a lot, there's a lot busy weekend. There's a lot going I on. I got high school football, big old uh, Buholtz ghs matchup Thursday. Ooh, you can throw out the records you when can. they play. Buholtz will destroy them. But it'll be fun. So you're saying you can't throw out the record book? Probably not. And then uh, Hall of Fame banquet Friday night, which yep. will be fun. Yep. Looking forward to seeing uh, good old Chandler Parsons and Jeremy Foley. and Yeah. Joe Hayden apparently is bringing like an army to the uh, banquet. He's got a, a lot of, so uh, take over the Ukraine lot of friends what? and family <laughs> that are coming into town. So uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I got a. Fun. I actually have a friend coming up to. Uh, I haven't seen in a long time. Jeff Rude, who was a, I worked together with in Jacksonville, for many years, and uh, we've known each other for a long time because he was golf writer, and really good at it. He's coming up because he's a Missouri alum, so we're gonna go to dinner Friday night. Good. And uh, like you said, there's just a lot going on this weekend. There is. And I got... Wait a minute. How can you do a game? Oh, your game is Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Then Hall of Fame Friday. Football Saturday. Now volleyball got moved, so I've got to do the volleyball match after the football game Saturday. Is volleyball playing Wednesday? Six o'clock on Saturday. At Tennessee, or did I get that wrong? I don't know. I don't worry about road games. Away games? 
Well, you need to worry about Florida away games. You got to get on a. Well, yeah, I don't you, have to Here's do the thing: anything. you got to get on a plane, and then you get a bus. Yeah. Do you take a bus to the plane? No, drive. Okay. All right, a lot of stuff to talk about. Gators, of course, uh, took care of business. Got to see some good things again, including Jalen Kitna was serviceable. Threw it no. around a little bit, which was nice to see. I, I mean, he threw some really nice passes, and it, and I think it's very important that he did that in the first half when it, the game was still – I'm not saying it was in doubt, but it, as he said, it was still the meat of the game. And that that's when you went, oh, this guy may not be – they may be okay if, if something happens to Richardson. And remember, he was the third string. Miller was yeah. the backup. But so. he, he looked pretty good. I mean, 23rd ranked quarterback coming out of high school. It's pretty good. So, that's, again, if he's, if he's somewhere else, he's probably playing. I tell you one thing that really stuck out to me was the way when he got that touchdown to Caleb Douglas, the way the players reacted to it, mm-hmm. you know, coming over to him and hugging him and Richardson was leading the pack. I mean, they liked the kid, and, and uh, that's important. I think with all that, I mean, Khalil Jackson makes that catch and everybody's yeah. excited for him. And I mean, that's cool. He's wearing 22 with Jackson on the back of his jersey. So that was the last that was, two times that, or three times that happened. It was pretty been good. Pretty good. Yeah. But it's just the neat part about what games like that. I think there was, was 77 guys played. 81. Oh, it got up to 81? Yeah. Okay. So it must have At least when according I went to the field. Okay. That, that's what they, they So that's great it, yeah. because, you know, those guys work just as hard as. The starters do, yeah, and sometimes even harder because they are allowed to get beaten around and pushed around and exactly. have to do all that stuff. So they're fodder. It, it's cool <laughs> to see, and there was it was obviously it was a fun locker room and just to see people smiling in there and having a good time and those guys that now somebody's got their name in a box score that they can show their kids someday. You think Say, about hey, it, it's I been, was a Gator. It's been three weeks since they've been able to enjoy a win because mm-hmm. they didn't enjoy the USF win and they certainly mm-hmm. didn't enjoy a loss. But I mean, this was the first time. And again, I, because of what happened with um, Samford last year, you're kind of – you're still – when they go right down the field, you're going, oh, gosh, this is going to be another one of those games. And then they pretty much put the kibosh on that. Yeah. Bend but don't break. That's when Napier said. Do you know when the last time they threw a touchdown pass in the first play? Offensively, remember Andre Debose? Oh yeah, yeah, that That's was. I, I think Florida put out some different information, but I corrected it. Okay, good job, Greg. What's up? You can correct us. Hey, so how you doing? Hey, I got a quick, quick two points and a question. Um, uh, I couldn't imagine playing without a mouthpiece back when I played in high school and had my knee pads covered on that safety thing. I totally agree with that. But I uh, just thought the offense was clicking. I like to see the, I like the play of the receivers and uh, both quarterbacks. I loved it. I think the D needs to kind of continue to evolve and adapt. But my question was, I read early at the beginning of the year they were going to honor Tom Petty, a special kind of honor at this game. And I just wonder if you're our inside guy, Jeff. You got the inside information you could tell us, and go Gators. Thank you, Greg. I don't give inside information. Yeah, I don't it's know my going, contract. But I think the, uh, I think getting releasing that shirt thing may have been the beginning of it. You know? Yeah, this is this is Gator Made Week too for uh, for the team. So we're gonna have Savannah Bailey on the air one of these days. We'll chat about some of that stuff that they're doing. But um, yeah, they'll they they've got something cool playing, Greg. Just uh, know that. Are they gonna bring me down to the field for? Or? You might <laughs> have you play the chords. Well, uh, <laughs> let's get uh, John next. John, what's up? Welcome. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. Uh, yeah, good win. You know, I mean, against an inferior, you know, opponent. But I think Florida needed something like that. I mean, 
still frustrating watching this defense not evolve to where we want them to be. I mean, it's going to take time for that. Um, and you guys just mentioned uh, Kitna. I thought he he came in and you know slung the ball around pretty good. I, I mean, the only thing I can say negative about the game is when we came out in the second half, first play. Um, I thought Richardson was trying to be, you know, going for too much because he threw in triple coverage for the interception. I mean, that, technically that, it was quadruple coverage. There was a fourth well, guy yeah, there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but John. Anyway, I, John, I think that's the one thing too. And there was a play late in the game when Kitna was in there, and everybody was covered down the field. And he came all the way back to the running back, and the running back was wide open. If and if I don't know if you were able to watch on that play where Richardson threw that, but guy was wide open. Ricky Pearsall was wide open yeah, on the sideline, right. and he would have gotten thirty yards easily. And I just sometimes wish. I think that's the problem with they are still like they're obviously is the athleticism and, and everything else, but. He still has a lot of room to be a quarterback. I mean, there's not many people in the country that can make that throw that he did as far as he did on the first play. Play but, right. But there's also quarterbacks that would have checked down and hit Ricky Pearsall there and not thrown an interception and, and understood that. So I, I think that that's where sometimes you hope that he's going to get better and by watching better. film and more experience because, yeah, you can't get away with that against Missouri this week or, God forbid, LSU no. or Georgia. So – He's just got to be a little bit smarter, right? And uh, you should talk about the the, uh, the Hall of Fame thing that you got a banquet. I, I see that Joe Hayden has just recently retired. So I mean, that's you know he had a decent career in the NFL. I just I kind of wish yeah, twelve he years. maybe would have. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a, it's a good career. So I'm happy for him. Um, what, what other thing that? Oh, you you guys were talking earlier about you know you know excessive hits and stuff like that in the NFL. I mean, I'm not saying it's because of Tua. I mean. He should have he should have thrown the ball thrown away, rather you know to avoid that major hit. But they got to do something, not just that because uh, Tom Brady got hit. He got slammed last night, which in in past years and years and years he's always benefited for calls. And I was kind of shocked. Yeah, I think NFL needs to to stop the suplex guys picking them up and slam them on their neck. Or on their well, it's supposed That's, to be a rule, yeah, that you can't. I know, right? But it doesn't. I mean, it's all about good six or seven hits on quarterback this weekend that could have been called. I mean, even when running backs, they'll, they'll go on a, like a scrum and the play will be stopped and then a guy come up and suplex him. I just, you know, they need to do something, not just, I mean, find him. I don't know, kick him out of the game. I just think that the they, they're, they're with the rules that go against the defensive players, like you can't touch a guy, you know, after five yards downfield. I mean, there's this really you know, handcuffs the defenses, but I just think that they – I think they, the mindset, I don't think they, they go in there to try to barely hurt quarterbacks or, or like that. But I think they're, they're, they're instructed, hey, we take the starting quarterback out of this game and it just increases our chance of winning a ball game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't saying there's bounties out on them either. But I just think that, like, this, this, this slamming guys on their, on their back, and just I just think it needs to – there's something you have to find or something. What do you think? I, I agree with you. John, and I think you're starting to see more and more people understand the importance of that position, and you also see when the backup comes in how different it is and how yep. they're not going to win. So, I, I mean, I, I I would hate to say that the bounty word as well, but I think there's a lot of guys that go after the quarterback and have intentions of trying to get him out of the game. Yeah, yeah. they hurt him, yeah. knock him out of the game, yep. you know, injure his shoulder, you know, not try to put a guy – I don't think they were vicious hits. 
on Latua, I just think his body is real slight. I mean, if those two hits are on like a guy like Ben Roethlisberger, I think he just shrugs it off and doesn't get hit. I mean, he doesn't take it, take the brunt of it. I mean, just think, you know, with him being so, you know, light and weight, I just think, you know, his his hits look. Yeah, hits what does that have to do with him hitting his head? I mean, your head is. Yeah. Okay, the first one against Buffalo, the guy comes in, he's like, he, like when Spur used to say, he hit an echo of the whistle. I think he, he didn't even hit him. He pushed him hard in the chest, and he goes two, three feet backwards, and he slams his head on the, on the turf. I'm just saying as if, if, if he does that to somebody like Ben Rothsberger, it's like a love tap to him. He would be like, you know, it'd be nothing of it. But I'm just thinking it's the, the slight of a body. I'm not saying they should make the rules changes for, for a body type, but I just think that's I mean, you remember a couple of years ago when Cam Newton was taking vicious hits time and time again, yeah. you know, he was with Carolina, and they were never calling me. He was, he was both. I mean, I'm not a Cam, Cam Newton fan, but I just think that what they do to the quarterback to say they didn't want to protect the, 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 uh, the position, and I, like I said, this weekend I saw a good many of them just, just taking hits. Hey, guys, I uh, appreciate you taking my call. Thank Talk you, John. You later, appreciate you. Yep. By the way, I meant to mention this during the – we were talking about the Braves because, you know me, I, I had a lot of things to say about the Braves. Did you see what Elton John did last night? Put on a Braves hat? No. He's playing a concert at Nissan Stadium, which is where the Titans play. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, there's one thing that really makes me happy tonight. The Braves just swept the Mets. Really? He I, And I remembered this. It was kind of jarred my memory – he is a huge Braves fan. He's been a Braves fan forever. I think he lives in Atlanta now, or he's got a place in Atlanta. And um, yeah, I mean, they show pictures of him and Bobby Cox and everything on Twitter today. So, yeah, but he—that was cool. Elton, we're all with you. <laughs> Have you ever seen him in concert? I, uh, I, I went to the Elton John Billy Joel one where they were dueling pianos. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I saw him at Caesar's Palace in uh, Vegas, Elton John. Really? A few years ago. Yeah, it was good. Good concert. Did you bet it? Did you gamble anything? I always lose. I I, I could have sworn that Georgia was going to destroy Missouri. Oh, you were going on and on like, about I was. Time. I thought that was the no-brainer bet of the year. Like, Georgia's going to just throttle Missouri. At about? At 28 points. At halftime, I was like... Jeff would have lost money. I would have lost a lot game. of money. So, therefore, I don't bet. But that's why I don't bet. Yet know. I'm fifth right now in the picks contest. Well, maybe I should be betting. Good for you, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't gamble for the same reason. I want one. Like I do five picks for the mm-hmm. back nine that I do for WRUF.com, and I want one at four this week. So I'm back to five hundred. Stupid. If I can, I, I, if I pay the juice, I'm losing money. <laughs> the vigorous. All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back. More phone calls coming up next. You are listening to the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Christina Santiago. The number 10 Gators men's golf team traveled to Fort Worth, Texas, to play in the Ben Hogan Collegiate Invitational today. They are currently in 13th place where they are four over par. The women's golf team are currently in Chicago where they are playing at the Windy City Classic. They are currently in 14th place and are 17 over par. 
both Gators men's and women's tennis teams are currently in day two of the ITA All-American Qualifying Tournament. Moving on to Monday Night Football, the San Francisco 49ers and Los Angeles Rams will be playing against each other tonight. Tune in right here at 8 p.m. for live game coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Christina Santiago. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo, I'm back, baby. Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you probably have the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. Since the sports here on campus seem to sparkle all the time, well, why don't you follow suit and sparkle in the stands? Oaks Jewelry has become as popular as the new coaching staff has in just a short time, and they've got rose gold, white gold, yellow gold, watches, purses. Let's just put it this way. They've got something special that is perfect for you at a price that's as awesome as a Gator victory. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. So go see it for yourself. It's right across the street from the Oaks Mall, not far at all. Or you can check them out online at oaksjewelry.com. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. We are back here in the second hour of 
the tailgate. Let's go ahead and get to the phones. And uh, who's up first, Jeff? David. Okay. I couldn't tell the times there. Let's get them. David, what's up? What's up, guys? You know, this win this past weekend I think was good for our team. But, you know, I think a lot of Gator fans hit the panic button with USF and Tennessee and Kentucky. And I think we saw in the Tennessee game and, and then in this game, uh, that we're starting to gel a lot more. And I think that's understandable coming from, like, a, or the first off season with Napier, uh, all these guys coming from a different system, learning his system. You're starting to see these people, uh, these, these grown men on this team, gel together, learn how to play in this system together. And it's becoming evident. And by the end of the season, I don't want to be one of those guys that's, oh, let's, let's like, wait till next year. But I'm saying by the end of the season, I would probably take that, 12th game Gator team against any of the previous teams we had played because sometimes you just got to play with live ammo to get your feet underneath you. And I think that's what it kind of took that first little quarter of the season there. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about that. Yeah, I mean, I I think that they had to find out what they had in real time, not, not practice time. I mean, I know the practice is very, very important. Napier talked about that um, Saturday or Sunday. I keep saying Saturday, but it was Sunday, mm-hmm. about how practice performance leads to on-the-field success. But you still want to see what these guys do when the lights come on. And now they now they have a really good idea of what they have. They have a defense that is going to give up uh, long drives. We, we know that. They've given up over 400 yards a game and did it again this week. 423, I think, it was, or 411, I think it was that Eastern Washington got. Um, gave up 27 first downs. That's that. I don't care who you're playing. I don't know if you're playing Buholtz or worse, Gainesville High, because mm-hmm. they're struggling this year. I'm not trying to say anything negative mm-hmm. about Gainesville High. Giving up 27 first downs is ridiculous. I agree. Well, I mean, I, one thing I liked about this game is you get to see, like, some players that we've been missing, and we saw Dewan Black back there, um, and we also saw Wingo. And Wingo, um, I was really high on coming into this season, and he has struggled to really get on the field in the first like couple games. Besides like spelling someone for like an injury or uh, like giving him a breather, and I thought he played pretty well. And I think that we're still. On defense, like we know what our identity is, and it's you know what they're going to score, but we got to make them work for it. It's yeah, I didn't listen to the, uh, I didn't listen to the press conference today, but I I didn't know I like the other guy was Dewan Black, who made of course made the great um, onside kick recovery in, in in Knoxville and made a couple plays in that game, but then he got hurt. I don't know how if it's bad or if it's. Um, Hope he's okay. Yeah, he got banged up. Elksness got banged up. But Amari Bernie got banged up. But yeah, David, I I mean I I think you know Nap- Napier said it best after the game. He said this is great to allow different guys to get out there and do things and we just we need reps. He just kept harping on that because I agree. I think you know these guys just seem to see the field more and more and I think guys that see the field and do it the right way and understand what the coaches are trying to tell them and where to be and how to play then those guys are going to play a little bit more. So like that little sample size you've been talking about these first couple of games to figure that out, I think this was a big game to be able to do that. Definitely. And I also, I'll let you, I don't want to tie up the phone lines, but I wanted to touch on what the guy talked about, the suplexes on the NFL. 
and it is a rule in the NFL, but they actually have a specific um, – their definition for a suplex is different than the definition college uses. So if you pick a player up in college and slam them to the ground, it is a, it's, like, it's an immediate foul, unnecessary roughness. But in the NFL, uh, for a suplex to take place, the player has to have – the defensive player has to have both feet planted – so on a lot of these plays, you're seeing kind of roll-up really quick slams, and it's, they're already falling, so their feet aren't planted. So that's why it's not being called some of the time. Like the, the second hit on Tua, the really bad one, uh, wouldn't be called because it was more of like a roll-up, bam-bam play. But if the defender would have had both feet planted and would have picked Tua up, then it would have been. So just because a player comes off their feet in the NFL does not, um, does not quantify a suplex. So I was wondering about that, so I looked it up myself. Yeah, like Bo Sean Joseph did to that guy at Vanderbilt that year? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was beautiful. That was, that was great. <laughs> yeah, got kicked out, though. You did. Thank you, David. Remember, that was a game where they, they issued a they issued a bench warning to the entire Florida bench, and if they had issued another – or it was a penalty, and if they'd done yeah, it again, yeah, the game would have been, been suspended. Done, yeah. <laughs> that was weird. I remember talking to Greg McElroy about it at halftime. We were like, how can you – you can't do that. It's crazy. I guess you don't hire – you just don't call a second one. That's right. Yeah. Just don't do it. See what Joe's got for us. Hey, Joe. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm glad your your Braves are doing better than my Rays right now. <clears throat> they're uh, they're in. That's all that matters. They just – They're in. They won't be able to score, good. but it's, they, they can pitch and they can play defense. You know, they go on streaks, and maybe uh, they get the playoffs and get on a hot streak. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm watching that game last night with uh, Brady, and it just seems to me that he's going to get hurt and not finish the season. I I just – I don't think he's in it, and he's getting frustrated with, with losing too many games. And I, 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 if he keeps, if they lose a couple more, I'm not saying he's going to feign an injury, but something's going to finish the season. Well, you know, it's interesting because two years ago, the Super Bowl team, remember, they got off to that terrible start. So that's what I kept telling myself last night. I, again, I'm not a Bucks fan by any means. In fact, kind of the opposite. But um, I, I was watching that game, and I'm like, well, I, I keep going back to two years ago. When early in the season, we're like, well, this Brady thing's not going to work in Tampa Bay. And the next thing you know, they win the whole thing. Remember, they had to win win all those games on the road. That year, you know, they started rough. But this year, I don't see them getting better. Well, I think part of their problem is all the injuries they've had at wide receiver and offensive line. And and, And, uh, and where where do you make those those up at? You you don't. Yeah. I think they'll get some guys back eventually. I mean, having Evans out for a couple games – wasn't good. Um, they was weren't, that wasn't injury. That was idiocy. But um, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how, where it goes from here. But I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just not convinced that they're they're totally not going to be still a really good team um, and still be a team that gets in the playoffs. And then you get Brady in the playoffs and anything can happen. Anything can happen. But it just that, that game last night <sighs> was hard to watch. Yeah, I, obviously the the line has to protect him, but I agree with Pat. It's still Tom Brady, and and when he gets his weapons back and his I mean, receivers, they, they still scored what thirty one points. Yeah, and 
and you know, man, he doesn't have his safety valve and, and Gronk either. So, yeah. I mean, 31 points should win you a game, but in today's NFL, it doesn't. Which is crazy. No, and they didn't. Yeah, their defense was that was pretty pathetic. But again, Mahomes is special. Yeah, but and they've got they've still got really. I mean, everybody acts like Tyree Kill leaving was the end of Kansas City, but they still got that guy with the big mustache over there on the sidelines. And he yeah. he really can draw that one play where they where he kind of scooped it underneath for the shovel pass was a great the play by he him. He almost sacked and then rolled into the yeah. end zone. But that's what he is. He they don't draw him up like that sometimes. But they also had some plays where you just go, wow, that's such a cool concept of what they did. I mean, my, uh, Andy Reid is is amazing. I, I'm a big fan of his. <clears throat> Going back to the the Gator game in the afternoon, uh, you know I. Uh, mistakenly turned my head and missed that 75-yard touchdown pass. Jeez. I go, what? What just happened? Oh, yeah. man. I was stunned that they, they, they ran that play. But, I, and again, Jeff, I wasn't there, so I, I don't know. I assume there was no safety, and that's why maybe the safeties were walking at a, up. And well, they, I'm glad they did, and I'm glad it worked because that builds confidence. Yeah. Well, and they they knew they were going to run that play all week. It was it was designed early in the week, and they said we're going to go win. for it. Didn't didn't really matter what the coverage was, and it was just one of those where you knew that you got it, and yeah, shorter got by the guy, and obviously Ar put it right there. All right, guys, thanks. Thank you, Joe. Always cool to be able to do that. Yeah, practice it, and you see the results. Yeah, I mean, I I've I've been kind of clamoring for that for a first play for a while, you know, just because Richardson's got that arm. If you go max protect and get a guy behind, you know, but a lot of teams have played Florida with two safeties deep and then roll them up, you know, and, and that, that causes concerns for Richardson because he's like, Oh, I thought they were going to be in this coverage and they roll them up and they're in a different coverage. And that's, that that's part of learning how to, to be a, uh, you know, it's such a simple game sometimes. I'm listening to all these different commentators, college foot, football, NFL, talk about you run a guy in motion to see what kind of defense they're in. Well, and other teams, they disguise it sometimes, but it really is the simplest thing. You run a guy in motion, somebody goes with them, they're in man. Nobody goes with them, they're in zone. And, and then you've got to figure out what to do from that. It's it's not that complicated. Just like with, we talked about with Tennessee, they they run about eight plays. But they've got concepts off all those eight plays, and you got to know what to do. Yeah, those guys understand the system. That's what Mullen how to Mullen, get lined up. Mullen did the same thing. You know, it was like he was very—he didn't have a ton of plays. It wasn't like this big, thick playbook. It was here's what we're going to do. But if this guy does this, you do this, and if this, so, you had to know the offense from that aspect. And you're already seeing kind of what the staple of the Gator offense is under Napier, yep. kind of getting Richardson out of the pocket, running three different routes at levels and different things that are going on. So, yeah, it'll it'll work. But, yeah, then you go off of that and you do something different. Well, but it's, it's, it's just like what Kentucky did, though, and they, they had that spy with them, and that turned into a huge play in that game. Um, you know, with uh, Jordan Wright intercepted that ball. Mm-hmm. But you got to be careful. you got to still understand – you know what's going on, but I'm surprised that since that game, nobody's really spied him. You know, they they they're kind well, you of also have to have a pretty damn good athlete yeah, to be able to do that exactly, and you have to get him eligible they in did. the last minute. And that they did. All right, we'll snag a break.
Our Titan MRI hotline is open, 392-8255. If you want to call it up, say hi to Jake, and we'll get you on the show. You're listening to WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. High today in the upper 70s to low 80s today with plenty of sunshine, just a few passing clouds from time to time. Winds will shift more northwesterly following a cold frontal passage this afternoon and this evening, and that will result in temperatures tonight falling into the upper 50s to near 60. It will be a cool start to your Tuesday. Your Tuesday afternoon highs will also be cool. Highs only near 80. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. The Dallas Cowboys, this is a 13-type win team, okay? So if you're 13-4, and four, you probably are going to have the first round bye. And if they can keep this recipe together, the Cowboys are going to probably wind up in a Super Bowl. Super Bowl Cowboys. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. 
The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. I'm just curious because you're not a big football fan. So what's your level of interest tonight? I stumped you, but I need Cooper Cup to do good. That's my level of interest. So you'll watch just because of Cooper Cup, probably. Yeah, my level. I I kind of footballed out from this weekend because I watched all day Saturday. Yeah, and then a lot of NFL Sunday, and of course the Florida game Sunday. So, yeah, I get to Monday night sometimes, and unless it's intriguing, I don't know. Rams 49ers is, used to be a huge deal, but it, it still is. But didn't they play in the playoffs last year? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I think they were advertising it that But way. speaking of Cooper Cup, it was cool to read their notes, Eastern Washington's, because Cooper Cup went there. Yep. And just the, when the Walter Payton numbers that he put up were stupid. So I think it just shows you you can go to a place like that and still turn into – I mean, he's the best receiver in the league right now. Was McElwain his quarterback then? No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, McElwain was there 80 to 83. <laughs> I tell you what, it's amazing. They, they had a picture of him as a freshman and as a – his first year was a graduate assistant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, what a doofus. They aren't complimentary pictures. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, quarterbacks are supposed to be the studs. Yeah. Like Stan Gable on Revenge of the Nerds. Was played by, uh, God, can't think of his name. I don't know his name. McGinty, I think is his last name. Sam McGinty? No. You know what was on the other day? Weird Science. I hadn't seen that in forever, and I found it on the TV where they make... Uh, Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Wasn't, I haven't seen that in a um, while. No, it wasn't... Um, it wasn't... Uh, whatchamacallit? It wasn't the guy from Breakfast Club, was it? No, it was the dude that was in one of the uh, vacations. Yeah. The same guy? Same guy? Oh, Anthony Michael Hall? Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, he was also on Saturday Night Live for one brief season. That that was a, the worst cast ever. But um, I was never a huge fan of that sh- that movie. No? I watched it. I mean, it was okay. I liked the, the other one, Real Genius, better. Okay. Same premise? I get him, I get, no, different premise. I get them confused sometimes. All right. So when you said real science or weird, weird science, science, I went... Oh, no, it's real genius something. Always get confused by this guy, so let's talk to him. The Cattleman joins us next. Mike, what's up? Magnificent Monday greetings, gentlemen. Another Monday, another cattle call. Sounds like y'all are on the same boat. We got football coming out the ears, right? Lots of it. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, first off, I've phoned y'all this one before, but uh, y'all talking about Elton John a couple of segments back. Y'all know that's Tony Barnhart, right? You what? You know Elton John is Tony Barnhart, right, uh, Pat? No, I don't. I don't think he is. 
Uh, they're, they're, they're uh, Siamese twins. They both live in Atlanta. Throw some purple shades and a, a rhinestone jacket on Tony Barnard. It's the same dude. They're even both redheads. They both like the Braves. That's all I care about. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, got to start with that Kiffin game. Boy, uh, you know, awful fortunate there. A couple of missed point extras. Um, don't know if uh, coach was the exact uh, edge. Uh, Kentucky's got a really good team. But I just think that the defensive guy like Stoops going up against Kiffin, it's kind of like former inspire. Kiffin's just a smarter, brighter football mind. Well, he was very fortunate, you know, those two fumbles. And Will Levis just holds the ball. Too. I'm telling you, all this hype about Will Levis being an NFL court, uh, yeah, number first one round pick. pick, I'm like, no. I don't see it. He's got the arm for it, but he doesn't have the common sense to not hold the ball in a situation like that. He just held it way too long. Yeah. What do you think you say, Pat, about any game that's four or five plays that usually determine it? And I, I think yep. that it's either the guy with the, the coach with the higher football IQ, the more creative coach that usually has those four or five plays. And it, a lot of times it is the winning edge, and I think we did see it in that old Miss game. There was a um, – Mike, there was a great quote that – Mike Leach said, I don't know if you heard it after A&M, but this is kind of on your, your theory here, and I completely agree with it. And somebody asked him, why do you have so much success against the Aggies? And Leach goes, I'm not really sure. I've not really had to do much. They always line up in three-man fronts, and also they give away what they're going to do. So truthfully, they just handed it to me time and time again. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. just he's so great with just obviously – you know, sticking the knife in and doing all that, but but that comes down to that. I think he's just a smarter mind. He understands it. So why can't everybody else do that against A and M? I think people just see it differently. And obviously, Kiffin's one of those guys too. It's it's been fun to watch. And you had, yeah, Jeff, but I mean, they also had a touchdown. They thought they'd won the game, and yeah. you know, then then people wouldn't be singing Lane Kiffin's praises. Yeah. But they found a way to win. And, Jeff, that's an excellent point. Uh, Mike Leach might be the best coach in the SEC. When you look at what he, the, the jobs he has had to take mm-hmm. and the talent he gets to work with, um, you know, the job he did at Texas Tech, winning, I think, a third of the Big 12, beating Texas. Um, yeah, he'll throw a stinker or two in when you least expect it, but um, Mike Leach is an excellent coach. doesn't get nearly the credit uh, he deserves. Tennessee tried to hire him. John Curry's over at Wake Forest. I'm a big I'm a big Mike Leach fan. I've uh, he sends a helmet to our golf tournament every year, um, and I, I I just look. There's some things he said that I don't I certainly don't agree with. Like <laughs> fat little girlfriends. I mean, my wife will never forgive him for that. But um, uh, he's really good. But hit you, you hit it right on the head. He'll always throw a stinker in there, and you just go, "How did they lose that game?" Um, and that's I think what keeps people from kind of listing him in that always the, higher the echelon. Well, I mean, yeah. his, his first game there at State, what they he threw five touchdowns Gets and they LSU. just destroyed everybody. Yeah. And then the next week it was like <laughs> they, were terrible. Like they yeah. never even played. Yeah. But, but I, 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 I mean, I, th- I have a lot of respect for that guy. I think he knows what he's doing. I mean, to me, he's he's right up there with some of the, the better offensive college minds ever. Hey, guys, just two quick hits and I'll clear out. Coaching Carousel spinning um, earlier and earlier, I believe what um, – uh, we had a Wisconsin and um, Colorado fire their coach over the weekend. I believe we're up to four or five power five openings five, now. Yeah. yeah, and if you uh, remember from last year, guys, with the portal and all that, I think the portal opens or whatever on December 5th, that these coaches are getting fired sooner and sooner because of the 
the new the recruiting calendars changed so much and everything. But um, it's amazing to me, guys, to see the rise and fall of some of these coaches' stocks. First off, Jamie Chadwell mm-hmm. um, was sitting right there for South Carolina and Tennessee last cycle. Shane Beamer's looking worse and worse by the Saturday. Um, he's probably going to get a job. But I want to cite Mel Tucker to you guys. Uh, Michigan State, if you remember, he was really hot at the end of last year. Uh, two uh, Michigan State boosters, two, only two, got together and threw $95 million at that guy. And uh, looking this week, he's number 17 on Coach's hot seat, two and three in overall at 0 and 2 in the Big Ten right after getting $95 bucks. He got a Jimbo deal. Well, he got that deal during the season last year. Yeah, it was like they were getting ready to play Ohio State or somebody. And I was like, whoa, 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 what are you guys doing? But they were so afraid of him jumping. Uh, I've been to East Lansing. I can understand why you would jump. Uh, but uh, it's not looking like a, a bargain deal now. No. Yeah. I'm out of stuff, guys. Y'all hang in there. All right. Thank you. And there's also, speaking of the, the transfer portal, there's a story that came out today. There's a bunch of guys from SMU that are going to – they've talked about just shutting it down because they want to en- enter the transfer portal. They don't even want to play anymore. They're ready to just be yeah. done. So they're just saying, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to get hurt. I'm going to just – that, that wouldn't that wouldn't that discourage you from taking those? Players? I would think so. I would. It would discourage me. But then, that, did that discourage uh, who was the receiver that didn't play? Was it Chase? Jamar, Jamar Chase? Chase? Yeah. And I mean, he, he was fine. Went in the fifth pick yeah. or something in the draft. So, but if, if you can play, you can play. I can't believe that the cattleman actually said something smart here. But he is right. The new recruiting calendar and. The transfer portal opening up when it does. Yeah. You got to act. If you're going to fire a guy, do not wait. Get rid of him. Bring in another guy. And like I think Jim Leonard will end up being the Wisconsin coach, but he needs to start recruiting as if he's going to be the coach. I mean, I know he's the interim right now, but I think he'll he'll end up getting that job unless they collapse even worse. They had two rushing yards last week. Two. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Two rushing yards. Ron Dane. Yeah, they did not that did not sit well. And again, you got a new AD, fairly new AD. You know, there's not a lot of loyalty there. But you, if you're going to act, and that's why we have five. We're five weeks into the season. We have five Power Five openings already, and the only one that really, like Herm Edwards, we couldn't understand why he was still a coach. You know, because of all the violations. Jeff Calkins never had a chance. I don't think anybody's going to win there. Jeff Calkins. Jeff Collins. Yeah. Jeff Calkins is a sports writer in Memphis. Um, but the, the Paul Chris one kind of came out of nowhere. There's, there's no question about that. But when you think about it and you examine it, yeah, I kind of get it. I kind of understand it. And you got to do it quickly because you got to get you got to get another guy get in. Get that there. next one. Yep. All right, we got to get that next break. So we'll do it. Our final one. We'll come back and wrap things up on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Christina Santiago. The number 10 Gators men's golf team traveled to Fort Worth, Texas to play in the Ben Hogan Collegiate Invitational today. They are currently in 13th place where they are four over par. The women's golf team are currently in Chicago where they are playing at the Windy City Classic. They are currently in 14th place and are 17 over par. Both Gators men's and women's tennis teams are currently in day two of the ITA All-American Qualifying Tournament. 
Moving on to Monday Night Football, the San Francisco 49ers and Los Angeles Rams will be playing against each other tonight. Tune in right here at 8 p.m. for live game coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Christina Santiago. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that. Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. What are the core values at International Diamond Center? Integrity, stand behind your product, be involved in the community, give back if you've been blessed, and take care of your people. That's Keith LeClaire at IDC, who along with his wife Peggy just announced the creation of the Fifth C Foundation, the charitable arm of IDC. When God blesses you, you want to be able to reach out to make a difference in the lives of so many different people. Peggy, Keith, and the rest of the IDC family created the Fifth C Foundation to focus on three key initiatives. Give kids a chance, support military families, and end human trafficking. Pick the ones that are closest to your heart, stay true to it, provide and help society. That's what IDC is all about. The Fifth C Foundation, a focused and more impactful approach to making a difference in our community, helping to fund and volunteering with organizations that align with IDC and the LeClaire family mission. This is my passion. International Diamond Center, family owned for more than 35 years, blessed with tens of thousands of loyal customers and honored to give back to our community. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx or online at electronicsworld.net. As a small business owner, you've got inks to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ink your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other inks, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Bump, set, spike. We 
are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's a busy week for you. You got a game Thursday, Hall of Fame Friday, game Saturday, volleyball, volleyball Saturday, Saturday, volleyball Sunday. Wow, you're you're staying busy. And that's not even at my real job. At least no show Wednesday. We're not going to do a show Wednesday. Yep, Razor on final regular season game. And I got to go give a speech anyway. So it's my good friends down at the Ocala Quarterback Club. So I'm busy too. Tuesday speech, Wednesday speech, Monday speech, following Monday. Got a lot going on. It's good. I know. Busy time. We are uh, happy to be a part of it all and certainly talking to all of you. I know not much Gator conversation today. They Listen, they took care of business. They did what they were exactly. supposed to do. And it was nice to see the offense do it again. I think the biggest thing now, so it's two weeks in a row – other than the one boneheaded decision that Richardson made, like I think the consistency is starting to be there. And I think that's a word that hopefully we're saying after a couple more games. Like if it's three weeks in a row and he plays really well against Missouri, and then of course you do that for LSU, which is going to be electric in the swamp on a Saturday, Saturday night, night yeah. then, then you can finally say, okay, like this is the Gator quarterback. This is what he is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he can do it these next two games. And this is going to be I, – I, I, I may be exaggerating here. I think this is the best defense he's going to play against and, uh, other than Georgia. I think Missouri – I mean, I've watched them the last two weeks, both the games kind of all the way through. They're really good. And you know what they did to Stetson Bennett is they blitzed him. They blitzed the crap out of him. He couldn't get the ball. Mm-hmm. And um, that's got to be a concern for Georgia. Why didn't they protect better? And he was off. I mean, his throws were high, and um, so that's what they did, though. And and you know, I'm sure they're going to do the same thing with Richardson. They're going to say, "Hey, this guy doesn't make all the right decisions, so let's make him let's create chaos." And wh- whether Florida comes back and says, "Hey, here's what we're going to do: we're going to run draw plays." I don't even know if they have a draw play, but I guess when you're in a shotgun, it's any handoff is kind of a draw play in a, in a way. But it'll be interesting to see what kind of because. Look, we had no idea, or maybe you did, but I had no idea Billy Napier was going to call the game he did against Tennessee, the way he did it. I was surprised and happy mm-hmm. the way he did. Um, now he's got a – this is an important game for Florida. This is a game you need to win. And they're not a bad team. They're not a good on offense, but they're not a bad team. And defensively, they're really good. So um, it'll be interesting to see what he comes up with, you know. And I, that's the curious thing to me, Jeff. Do you show that reverse because you want Missouri and LSU to be worried about it, or do you show it because you just want you knew it would work against this team? I don't. I don't know the answer to that question. Like sometimes you'll show a play like that, yeah, and to and then it, work it off somewhere else. Yeah, and because it doesn't do any good to, to run that guy around there if you never give him the ball. Well, now you've given him the ball, and now you got that takes eyes off of the quarterback who may be running or a running back who may be running. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll find out in the next over the next two games. But 
These are huge games for Florida. And I wrote about this, Jeff. I think you'll agree with me. Everybody talked about September. I mean, we know how tough it was. Still, the teams that they played were eight, are now 8, 11, and 13 in the country. But these next five games are going to define the season mm-hmm. because you got five straight SEC games. They're all winnable. They're all losable. And it, we'll see how they do. That's going to do. Mm. You think South Carolina's losable? I guess I didn't think that last year either. Yeah, that's why it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to get that taste out of your mouth, you know. I, I, yeah, I don't think they, you know. Again, we don't know what the help Florida's quarterback will be for that game. So I, I, I never like to speculate that far ahead. But I do believe it's a losable game, considering that they b- beat the crap out of Florida last year. Now I know that Florida team had kind of there was a lot of quit in that team. I'm not saying everybody quit. I'm saying there was a lot of quit. In yeah. the team. Some of it was on the sideline. And I think another something we saw out of this game is, I mean, the, the receivers are getting better. They're starting to do a better job with their routes. I mean, the, the catches are great. I mean, Lee used to Whittemore's talk all the time yeah. about laying out, and we're sitting seeing these receivers do that. Like, they're leaving their feet and helping out the quarterback. That's what receivers are supposed to yep, do. Absolutely. And we did see some nice touch on a few balls that Richardson had, too. So you saw the arm strength on the play. He got hurt. It was all arm. Yeah. Throwing to the sideline. You also saw some touch on the touchdown pass. And Kitna, too. So Pretty good touch from Kitna. It was good. Well, hopefully we touched you in one way or another no, today. No, please don't. No touching involved. Jake, appreciate you. As always, we'll be back tomorrow to do this thing all over again. More of your phone calls when we do. For duels, I am Dozo. Have a great night, everybody. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.